For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Receive these words of life today, which have the capacity to change your life forever through the ministry of Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi. Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi is the lead pastor of Central Fellowship Ministries, a ministry headquartered in Ghana that is focused on the expansion of the Kingdom of Christ through the preaching of the Gospel. He also oversees and coordinates the Central Fellowship Theological College, a theological college that is focused on perfecting the saints through the accurate knowledge of Christ. Now, stay connected to this life-giving message from Pastor Prosper Etonam Fullness of the power thereof that is leading in His Word. You're receiving instructions, directions this morning. Your life is directed and ordinated on the Word of God. You live the Word effortlessly. There is no struggle in your spirit to do the Word. In the name of Jesus, there is no destruction around you. But with the attention that is required, you receive. In the name of Jesus, needs are met, wants are met, sicknesses and diseases are flying off. You are coming to a place of full functionality. In the name of Jesus, shackles of ignorance are falling off. You're living the God kind of life. Pray, pray for yourself and pray for your neighbor. You're living the God kind of life. You're living the high life in Christ Jesus. Your life is not subject to the, the whims and caprice of the enemy. Your life is not subject to the desire of the enemy. You're living as the Lord has so designed you to live. In the name of Jesus. By raising of his word, 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 yokes are broken, chains are broken. By raising of his word, 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 dead things are come back to life in your life. Thank you, Father. Stretch your say, Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank him, thank him, thank him. Thank him, thank him, thank him. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Father, we stand in awe of the power that is at play in us and in the midst of us this morning. We celebrate your power and presence, Lord. Speak to us. Minister to our spirits, Lord. May we grow thereby in the knowledge of your son Jesus as we receive those words this morning we are empowered we are refreshed we are edified and we are retooled to go and perform as you have instructed there is no struggle in the atmosphere there is no struggle in our spirits there is no confusion in the atmosphere we receive Lord as you, re you give off this morning and as we are edified Lord the glory will be given to you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. May we be seated in the name of our Lord Jesus.
praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, we will continue with our series on um, understanding the language of the scriptures or the language of the scriptures. The scriptures have their own language. The scripture has its own language. And when you read the scriptures and you don't understand the language of the scriptures, you either read amiss or you lose the understanding thereof. Now, what you don't understand, you misapply. And so, um, through this series, I want to believe that we'll come to a place of accurate understanding and knowledge on how the scriptures communicates what, they, what it communicates and we also having the capacity to understand what it is communicating. So, um, last, a few weeks ago, we started all by looking at the Old Testament writings of the Bible or what we call the Old Testament books of the Bible um, beginning from Genesis to Malachi looking through it and understanding what it's communicating when we looked at 2 Timothy 3, 15 to 17, and from a child that has known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus, and all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for, for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God is fully furnished, fully furnished unto all good works. Now, and from a child, that child, that undeveloped stage, we saw that Timotheus' acquaintance with the scriptures brought him to a place of skill on the subject matter of salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. What it means is that your reading of the Old Testament books of the Bible is to bring to a place of accurate knowledge, of, of, of understanding the subject matter of those writings. It has one conclusion. He says, it's um, skill unto. So, unto means concerning. Unto means concerning. So, there is a destination to the reading. There is an arrival point to the reading. And so, if you read the Bible, Genesis to Malachi, and you are not able to arrive at this conclusion, you have read, but you have not truly read. There is an arrival point to the writings of the old books of the Bible. We're following here. He says, which is able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith. So, it is able to make you wise unto a person and his work. Unto salvation, but not through any other, but through faith in Christ. Oh. The arrival point of the scriptures, what they are communicating is a person and his work. A person and his work. Very, very important. A person and his work. Now, that person and his work is what we teach and what we preach and what we grow people with. So, that teaching or that the revelation of that person and his work becomes the doctrine. So we don't have any other doctrine but the work of a man that 
is our doctrine. What is doctrine? Doctrine is teaching, explanation, pass on of knowledge, learning. So in verse 16, he will tell you that all scripture is, is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. What is profitable? Salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus, which we saw in verse 15, becomes profitable for us in verse 16. That is the teaching we dwell on. Now, that teaching has capacity, number one, to bring us to salvation. Number two, to grow us after salvation. So, the message will not change. Asamno ensasa Intino, one ma Christo mu mame sesa asamne nkaza, okay, sisi ya waba Christo mu, so wenye ankwaje. Ene miyeshe se diye bayi business ne. It does not change. Also, what about Christ? And I'm interested in dealing with what time for our bushroom. No! Oh, since I say, when you're quiet, say, Agbena. When you're quiet, not Agbena, dear. And I'm interested in No! What we teach is the message of Christ and his work. Please follow closely. The message will not change you. The message will not change. That the man of God, look at 17, that the man of God is fully furnished. So what brings capacity is the doctrine. Not any other message. How do we make, how do we make godly men out of ordinary men? The gospel. How do we build the kingdom, the gospel? How do we deal with life here, the gospel? How do I go to school and do well, the gospel? Oh yeah, oh yeah. How do I stop misbehaving, the gospel? Yeah, the message does not change. There is nothing like 20 keys to overtake your overtakers in the village, lose in the city. <laughs> Die by fire. After you are born again, now you take over. Now you are in charge, you take over. The same God who, who saved you is able to save you unto the uttermost. Unto the uttermost. Unto the uttermost. There is no part for you. You are not in this. He is in charge. You follow. You are a beneficiary of his work. You do. Hmm. So, it's clear that what the Old Testament books were communicating will be the message of Christ. And yet, like we've established many times, you see that when you go to those pages of the Bible, from Genesis to Malachi, you will not see Christ. But you will see him and his work in types, shadows, prophecies, promises, dark sayings. Dark sayings. And as we go on, you see these things coming uh, to you very clearly. So, then we moved on to the Gospels, the Synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Now, we saw that that which was spoken about became flesh. God who was spoken about 
And what he will come and do, that person comes and takes up flesh and dwells amongst us. So it will be what was said about him. He will come to fulfill what was said about him. He will not come and do any other thing. Yes, one man may be be asked, He used Abebuo, or Yusu Abebuo. He used parables. He used parables. Now, we saw that almost all, not even all, all the parables that Jesus used were talking about him and his work. All the parables that Jesus gave or used in his teaching concerns his work and his person. His work and his person. So, when we started with the parables, we looked at um, the parable of the sower, for example. Do you remember the parable of the sower? Where we said that the sower, you are not the sower, you are also not the seed. The parable of the sower is talking about the message of the person and its effect on the hearts of men or in the lives of men. So we saw four categories of people and the effect of the gospel on them. The first category are those who have not had the opportunity to hear the word at all. At all. Those people, what is the consequence? They are not saved. They are not saved. And, and we pushed it further to, to, to understand that we should not be surprised that many may be going to church. I'm not saying that those in Orthodox churches or other churches are not saved. I didn't say that. But I'm saying that there may be some who go to those churches and yet may not have heard the gospel because the gospel is a specific set of message. So, if you went to a church and they said, okay, how many of you don't want to go to hell? Because in hell, it will be brimstone and fire and gnashing of teeth. If you don't want to gnash your teeth, come and receive Jesus. That cannot be the gospel. And so when you heard that fear and padding message and you ran to the fore and lifted up your hand and quickly, I want to receive because I don't want to go and gnash my teeth in hell, only to come into Christ and understand that what we call gnashing of teeth is a figure of speech. <laughs> we, in hell, we don't do that's not what we do in hell. So gnashing of teeth, brimstone, fire is a figure of speech. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you do gnashing of teeth. So, hell, you hear g -g 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 -g. people are gnashing their teeth. In hell, we call it adukli dudu, adukli dudu. So, in hell, adukli dudu is a. Oh, help me. Adukli dudu is a figure of speech, <laughs> it's not literal. So, in hell, you don't hear. No because people are gnashing their teeth, you hear a lot of noise in hell. No! I do clear do <laughs> Lord have mercy. So, it's <laughs> nothing like that, really. So, he used a lot of that. So, when, when you came to church, and another message is, uh, how many of you want to do well? You know, when you come into Christ, everything will be fine, fine, fine. You'll get a lot of... Uh, Business deals, if your business is not doing well, come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. And then you run from the back because your business is not doing well. 
And you're also selling bad stuff anyway. But because you, want, you know, it's not good stuff. You want to use Jesus as a cover-up. How can a thief do good business? You're a thief. Then you run from the back and I come to Christ, I'll get good jobs to do. Maybe I'll get people to steal in Trasaco. Then you run to the floor. Lord, I receive you. Come into my heart. I'm a sinner. Come into my heart. Stay in my heart. Make me, make me, make my body your living temple. From today, I will not steal again. Thank you, Father. Then the pastor says, Hallelujah! You are saved. You are welcome into the kingdom. You may not have even started the journey to the kingdom. Because that message cannot save. And you see, the interesting thing is that this is a spiritual experience. Pastor, as we are saved now, there is nothing written on your forehead that you are saved. <laughs> yeah, on the face of it, you cannot, you, it's not written on the person's face. Even the person's actions does not show whether, will not, will not show whether the person is saved or not. And that's why it's a serious matter. The first category of people have not heard it though. What they heard is fear and panic. It's not the message. It is only the message the gospel that saves. So those who have not heard, our business is to send the message to them. Only to disappoint you that there are a lot of unbelievers who are sending their children to Harvard. Believers cannot even send their children to Harvard. No, did I call Harvard? To UDS. Says when you come into Christ, you eat the fat of the land only to find believers struggling in the church to find one square meal, including the pastor, including the pastor who is saying you eat the fat of the land. One one first fruit. I want to meet you and school fees. That is not the gospel. The gospel must be about his death his burial, his resurrection. And what that means to me, when he died, he died for me. He broke the cult of sin that when he resurrected, he will not rise again with sin. What it means is that I who resurrected with him, I have no thing of sin in me. What he did, he did for my being. And so you're accepting that message is you're entering him. Are we here? Go and preach the gospel. Preach it to everybody. Don't tell me my family people are all pastors. So nobody needs the message. They may not know it. They may not know it. Just, just to be sure, you go and preach. <laughs> Let them receive. I mean, my generation, they are all pastors. So me, my, I don't even know what to preach. Go and preach. If Jesus saw the face of the Pharisees, he wouldn't have preached because these people were law. In fact, they were lawyers. When we, call, when we say Pharisees were lawyers, we are saying that they were masters of the law. When we call Paul a lawyer, Paul didn't go to law school. He was a master and a teacher of the law, so he is a, he's a lawyer. Hallelujah. Paul was not a lawyer as in somebody who goes to Makola, 
to do law. No, he was a master of the law because his master, the teacher of the law, Gamaliel, taught him law. So if you should see people's faces, you may not even preach. Because by the time you quote one, the person has quoted three. Oh, have we met such people? And yet you have to preach to them. Because for all you know, they only know how to quote. They don't even understand what they quote. They don't even understand what they quote. So, you are here at such a time like this to make sure the kingdom business advances. Preach, oh, you'll be surprised. Your children may not even have been saved because they don't, they've not heard. You've not given them the opportunity to hear. When you come to church, you tell them to watch the bulls in the house. When would they get the opportunity to hear? Huh? So you are giving them responsibility and you are coming to church. You are sneaking out of the house to church. What, what a responsibility or irresponsibility. You never give them opportunity. So they may not have heard. All they see is is, is boboli bobo on TV. And so that is all they think there is with Christianity. family people may not have heard. So we have a responsibility, myself included, to make sure we push this gospel because it will be sad for you not to see your family people in heaven. Oh, it will be sad. And once we, are, we depart, we depart absent in a body present with the Lord. So you will be with the Lord and you will not see your mother. You will not see your <laughs> For those of us who still have our parents around. But pastor, you are going to church. Oh, that's not church. It's not church. Oh, church does not save. Did you hear that one? Church will not save. The name of your church cannot save you. It is only the message that saves. It is not the building. It's not how big the cassock is. It's not how big your pastor's Bible is. If it is not the message, you are not saved. I hope it's very clear. The second category of people <laughs> are those who have heard, but they were not convicted. So, you have heard, oh, assembly there said, hey, the power, what's the way there, hey, come on, yo, the person is not convicted, but this is good, this is good, it's, it's right, okay, 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 but, but who is the father of Jesus? <laughs> oh, but it's nice, oh, but how do you know because the Bible says that uh, 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 Mary, uh, then the person will begin to give, tell you stories. Uh, okay, okay, I've, I've read in the Bible that, that King went to marry somewhere, but we didn't know. So who, who, how, how did the wife of King come about? The person has heard, but there's no conviction. Okay, 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 wait. You see, the thing is this. Uh, we have to take our time to uh, take our time and build upon it so that uh, some other time we can a person is not convicted has heard and is not convicted oh but ah this message of salvation um, what exactly are you talking has heard but is not convicted so there are many of such people to around huh. now the first category and the second category they are the same they are not saved so some may have heard, but because they are not convicted, what it means is that they have not believed. There are some people who call our, 
our faith, a gory faith. A gory faith means that how can somebody share his blood? I didn't tell the Christ of has heard, but is not convicted, has not believed. How can somebody pour his pour his blood? You've not met such people eh, that you've not evangelized yet. Start evangelizing. You meet all of them. Those in Hare Krishna, eh, you they are the people who tell you. Why? Why? I met, I have family people who are, who are Buddhists. One of the comments they pass is that why do Christians like blood, blood like that? So those people, you preach and preach and preach. I've heard, but this is your blood thing. I don't like the blood part of your thing. Whether you like it or not. You see, that is why the preaching of the cross will be foolishness to those who think they are wise. It will be foolishness to them. And yet to us, that is our source of power. It will be full because they want to use their mind. Blood, blood, poor, 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 poor. What is this one? Setting Jesus. Let's go to history. Let's check the records. Did he even come? There he was born by the Holy. How did the Spirit? You see, that's it. That they, it will be foolishness to them. It will be foolishness to them. The gospel is not foolish, but in their mind, they see it as foolishness. That's what Paul is communicating. So in the mind of the wise, this message becomes foolish. So it is Christians who don't know what to do with their time, who follow a certain God that they are here to see. That is what they are communicating. To us, it is power. Are you here this morning? So preach it, preach it, preach it. There are many who have heard and they are yet to be convicted. The word fell on stony ground. Stony ground. And I'll not be surprised we'll still have some of such, such people in church. They have heard, they have not believed. Say, Pastor, if I don't come to church on Saturday, I'm not saved. You are but most miserable. You are, still, you are still in the squalor of Old Testament that you don't even understand. I said, Pastor, I'm on Saturday. I'm saying, So they have heard. They don't believe. They believe in a day rather than a person. The third category of people are those who have heard, have believed, but are not showing any, any fruit. They are still immature. Those are the seeds that fell in thorny ground. They are not allowing the spirit to have expression. They are the same people who behave as if they have not heard the gospel at all. But we are careful to address those people because those people are saved. But they are just behaving immature. Immature. They are not growing. They are not growing. By now, those people should have been teachers. And yet, they don't, they don't even have the capacity to be good disciples in the first place. Yet, they are saved. Those are the people when you call for prayer meetings, they will not show up. What is prayer? In fact, this one, I can, this one yeah, is quick action. I can even do it in my house. I can do it in my car. Why should we spend long hours in prayer? Now the Holy Spirit is fresh. Everything is fresh. Why should we spend long hours in prayer? How many hours will we call God? Now please listen very carefully. What did Jesus say about prayer? Let me address that one quickly for those of us who are still confused about length of prayer. 
because we went to hear some, some shallow teachings, either on Facebook or somewhere. Let me tell you, what did, what did Jesus say about preaching? About prayer? Men ought ye to pray and don't faint. Is that not what he said? Ought ye to pray. Ought ye to pray. What did Paul say about prayer? He says, pray unceasingly. Now, if prayer is, should be unceasing, it means that you pray always. Now, the length of prayer is the effectiveness of prayer. If that is true, you didn't catch that one. How long are we supposed to pray? How long are we supposed to pray? Always. What it means is that when you give yourself one hour to pray, you are limiting your prayer hour. How can you compare always to one hour? You can't. So even if when you pray one hour, two hours, it still shuts off. It still falls short of always. You didn't catch it. You didn't catch it. What it means is that the believer prays always. Unceasingly. So don't go and read something somewhere. Is that now we have the Holy Spirit? Everything is fine. Everything. Is, that's why you are walking the way you are walking. Your spiritual life is like Shun Egbafan. The believer is supposed to have walked upright. By your work, because of lack of prayer, Shun Egbafan. This is your work, spiritual work. The least thing. So these people who work like this, they are imbalanced though. The least thing they fall. They are so close to the ground. Lack of prayer. They will not study their Bible. So they don't know anything. Your lack of study is, 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 is the result of your lack of study of scripture is that you have become so slow. Every word is sweet. Are we here? The third category of people who they have heard, they have believed, but they are not showing any fruit. You must hear, hear, you must believe, then you begin your walk in Christ. A steady, consistent walk in Christ. You follow, you are discipled, you grow. But there are some of us, we don't want to grow. There's no part of Bible that we know again. And even in John 3, when you get to the last part, you have to open your Bible to conclude it. No proper Bible study. You're not averting yourself to learning. Otherwise, some of our meetings should be Holy Spirit meetings because you know so much. I know so much. When we come, we share. But we are not having Holy Ghost meetings because some of us have decided not to grow. At the least uh, 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 trouble, we ask pastor, pastor, give me one week to go and sort myself out. Two weeks to go and sort myself out. Three weeks to go and sort myself out. And church is the first place that suffers. Really? Believers, really? There are some of us who will never come for opening prayer meetings, the opening prayer sessions. And so you join the service in the middle of it. You are so disorganized. You just jump in. Some of us like the praise, but now praise, you know, 
So, what are, what really are you learning? I'm just asking you, what are you learning really? And people are sorry once. We see them in the next 10 years. What? And yet people travel to church. People travel to church. not showing any sign of growth. And yet, they are saved. And yet, they are saved. And those who not show sign are those who criticize. Because they don't have anything doing. They will mama and criticize. Jesus, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and power. Who went about? He didn't have time. Who went about? He was looking to work. You see, the reason why we are not growing the kingdom is that we are not learning enough and we are not averting ourselves to the work. So what will be the result? It's just to talk and talk and talk. Whilst people are getting busy and busy and they are becoming productive, we who are two and three will not get productive and we will be talking against those who are getting productive. Think about it. Yesterday I was, I was doing a lecture and I told, I told the, the students, I told you that it is only two and three people who will not affect themselves to serious learning and serious work who will be talking about those who are thousands, two thousands, five thousands, and ten thousands. If you know so much, reproduce. If you know so much, get to the ten thousands. Yeah? Yeah. At least for those people, they are indoctrinating their people. And we are, we are worried how they do what they do. And yet we have not been able to do anything with all the knowledge we have. Think about it, brothers and sisters in Christ. Think about it. Oh, I came to challenge Look, there are some who are born again. And yet are not showing anything. Not at all, it's all these things. Oh, we we'll all go to heaven. We we'll all go to heaven. Heaven is fine. Heaven is good. We are there. I'm already in heaven. So you do nothing. If, if you are carrying heaven in you here, you do nothing. You do nothing. Then what is the essence of heaven in you? Here. So the days where Kasabebe, murmuring, those days are long gone. Let's start doing something. Let's start doing something. We need to bear fruit. You'll be surprised where they came from. And, 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 and coincidentally, it happens on Sunday. I fight on Sunday. Where are they coming from? Are they coming from the nightclub? Or some association meeting? Oh, they came from church. No fruit. Christian husband and wife. No fruit. What? No fruit. No fruit. No fruit. No fruit in our communities. No fruit in our families. No fruit in our lives. Nothing. We are not showing anything. That's the third category of people. The third category of people. They've heard. They've believed. But they are not walking. They've heard. They've believed, but they are not growing. Growth is a demand placed on the new creation. Growth is an expectation 
of the new creation. Growth is expected of every born again believer. You cannot be born again and not grow. Then it means there is something wrong somewhere. It means there is something wrong somewhere. And growth will show in many other things that we do. It will show. That's what I mean. I'm growing, I'm growing inside. Eh, eh. Your growth inside will show outside. There are some of us, our growth has been on the other side. It has rather regressed than progressed. The things that we had so much joy for, so much desire to do, those things have all died down. So what really happened to us? Be no more bomb pipers, no more jump pipers. They are not even asking for the next prayer meeting. So when are we going to pray? They are not asking for it. Those who enjoyed learning, they say, "I child, no more that." Your growth has turned the other way around. Your growth in the book F. There are some who loved speaking to people, doing evangelism. They only remember it at school. After graduation and marriage, they are forgotten about evangelism. Shame on you. So, you are using your marriage as a bait. You are baiting God. There are some who are so engrossed in the things of God after getting a job. And no, no, no. So, you think your job is what? No fruit. No fruit. And yet, there are some who don't know as much as we know, they are bearing fruit. They are bearing fruit. They are bearing fruit. I had Doctor. Uh, I had uh, Bishop Duck. Uh, I think he was preaching yesterday. He said there are some people who are calling his church cult. I was challenged. He said there are some people who are calling his church cult. Cult. Uh, he, uh, how do you say cult? I said uh, They are calling his church cult. Why? Because he's preaching loyalty and disloyalty. I used to bastardize him, you know that, on loyalty and disloyalty, till I saw light. Till I saw light. So I don't bastardize him again. Because if you leave believers, they'll do whatever they want. They'll do whatever they want. So if you don't understand it, keep quiet. I spoke ill about him. I said, there are some people who are calling his church cult, cult, cult. Uh-uh. If the church of God is not a family, and we are not bound by a set of, of things that we share, then what is the essence of the God's family? Because the church should be family. And you cannot be in a family and just decide one day and say, I'll never be part of that family again. I can never take myself out of the Ducey family, whether I like it or not. I am a Ducey. Are you following? So you don't enter a family and be looking for the way of exit or the exit the next day. Ah, I caught it right there. Nobody should buy you out of church. What? It means you are not taught well. Just join a family and yesterday uh, somebody spoke ill about me. They didn't come for my wedding. They didn't come for my bed. They mean I'm leaving the family. You don't understand family. A believer who is not showing any fruit. You are not showing any fruit. Anything at all can buy you out. There are some who left the church because they didn't give them a uh, 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 family don- what is, donation, welfare donation. And even when they gave them, they said, this one is too small. When I compare with the other people, you know, this your one is too small. Me, I'll go and join those who can give me more. 
Have you asked yourself how much premium you contributed? And how much premium those people are contributing? Have you asked yourself how many people pay the premium they pay where they pay it? And how many people you have been able to bring to your church to pay more premium or to pay the little premium with the numbers to give you more? You don't believe what you know. You don't believe the family in which you are. That is why anybody at all can bring, take you out of the family that we are supposed to have. So that's what we say, look, if you understand what we call family, church is a family church. So no one can just come in and anybody at all can just take the person out. It will not happen today. We've seen it all around. Some came, they've left back, they've gone back. And yet it's only in CFM that you see people live at will, just like that. Or somebody somewhere stole them something, some story. It's a family. It's a family. CFM should be a family where we say all things. This is the family that we talk good about. This family should not be a family where you point your your your. I'm a lefty, so I will not call left. <laughs> Where you disdain, where you feed, you bastardize, you don't understand it. Baby, I hear it war. Now, what's say her? Hey, and it's a comedy. You should be happy to bring people to where you feed. You should be happy. Mokwasoy, Mokwasoy, CFM. I don't see CFM. Oh, CFM, you can't see it. You can't see my pastor, your friend is saying, How many pastor is ABC? I'm in Tinninka. Hello? Yeah. Because many years ago, we also didn't hear of their pastors until they came on TV. Is that not it? That's it. Be proud about where you are feeding. It's a family church. That you knows, he threw me out yesterday. I said, Wow, I've got it. That's it. It should be a family church. And I cannot decide to leave the family today. Oh, are you here this morning? We cannot just decide to leave the family. Is it that the family people? They, we can talk about our families. We, we know the negatives about our family, don't we? We know the weaknesses of our family. But you cannot just walk out of it. Oh, hallelujah! And that is the same way we cannot walk out of a spiritual family like this. This one is thicker than blood. This connection is better than blood. It is of his own will. This one is the spirit. How can you just leave? How can you just leave? Until when you say, when you say, ah, I am coming to meet a brother. I am coming to meet Pastor Bansa. I'm coming to meet Overseer Megbe. I'm coming to meet Pastor Dusi. Wow. Oh, hallelujah. Wow. Wow. How can we make this gathering better? I'll be in a department. I'll serve here. I'll do this. We just want to make sure everything is working well. I'll clean the washrooms. I'll come and arrange seats. That is how we build a family. That is not how we build family. Do you know that when you go to your family meetings and you don't speak well? Ube charge a giant says here. Men are my natural. Oko family meeting, no one can say here. I say, hey, 
You may be the one giving them money. great of snap. Yeah. You are steady. Are we here? There's a third category of people. Here, believe, do nothing. Check your life. Check the trajectory of your life. One year, two years, five years. See how you have grown. You can do the map in your own house. See how your growth has been. Are you going this way or you are coming this way? Check it. You are the best person to judge yourself so that you are not judged. He didn't catch it. Judge yourself so that you are not judged. If your work has not endeared you to do more for the kingdom, your work is not all pleasing. Check it. What fruits are you bearing? Are you, are you, are you scattering the church or you are adding to the church? Ask yourself, how many, how many souls have I brought to the kingdom? Eh? After learning all this Greek and Hebrew, how many souls have I brought to the kingdom? Ask yourself. After all the opportunities I have to engage all manner of people, how many souls have I brought to the kingdom? Yeah. Oh, now I'm preaching. Yeah. How many? None. For some of us, it's negative 10. Because we took 10 away. For some of us, it's zero. You are alone. Check it. That one, they said, test. Go and do it at home, please. How many souls? With all the miracles, signs, and wonders you have seen. How many souls have you brought? With all the instructions you have received, how many souls have you brought? With all the opportunities that you've got in your walk with him, how many souls have you brought? No fruit. No fruit. No fruit. It's sad. No fruit. You who are supposed to be teaching, you are still being taught. Where is your fruit then? In December, we are going to lay hands. Yes. We are going to stir up gifts. In December, the spirit within and spirit upon. It will be the demonstration of the power of God in the midst of saints. Oh, yes. We will see the power of the Holy Our gospel has been bastardized. They say we will do, we do Bible school. I want people to come in December and see the power of God at play. Where sicknesses and diseases are flying off. Yeah. Our, our gospel has been bastardized. As I'm on the Greek, Hebrew, as a church and Adani Bible school. They will see power. Are you ready for that one? I can't wait. The spirit within and the spirit without. You will leave this, this convention knowing that you carry power. Oh yeah. I just went to one, but I just want person about. I just want person to experience it. Hallelujah! Oh, hallelujah! So you go and go and start the work. Let me catch you. Yeah. It will be the demonstration of power. 
And then we see that what we carry is not some empty thing. You will see it because it will be so clear. You rise up. You take up your bed. You go home and start healing others. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, I, I can't wait for this. It's just a month away. So what do you do? Prepare yourself. I want to see. I want to see power. I want to see power at play. I want to see the stirring of my gifts. I want to see the sharpening of my gifts. That should be your prayer. I want to see the power. Of, I don't want to go into 2022 with this one. Uh -uh. Whatever I don't, I don't want to see, I will not see again. That's how we prepare for such programs. It's the announcement now. You are just, it's your, your soul, your, your spirit is ready. Your mind is ready. Your body is ready. This is not the time where you allow a certain funeral to come and take you away. A certain social gathering to come and take you away. This convention, you cannot exempt yourself. This Christmas is not a Christmas for chicken, for fish, for rabbit meat. This Christmas is preparing ourselves for the work ahead. A spirit within and a spirit upon. Because what is within must come upon. Hallelujah. Oh, are you happy about this one? Yeah, except you are not in the spirit. There are some people who are angry. You are not in the spirit. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. So prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. We want to see the demonstration of power. So this third category of people, a lot of us are in that category. A lot of us are in that category. So step out of that category. Decide to step out of it. Desire to step out of it. Begin to, to, to enjoy the things of God once again. Enough of talk. We want to see action. Enough of talk. We want to see action. Let the kingdom extend because you are available. Hallelujah. So the fourth people is our desired community. The fourth category is what we all desire to be. The fourth category are those who have heard the seed fell on good soil. And the seed should fall on good soil. That is the desire of the sower. The desire of the sower is that the seed will fall on a good soil. And it fell on a good soil. The Bible says it grew and it bare much fruit. You must believe, you must receive, you must hear, you must believe, you must grow, and you must bear fruit. That is our work. That is what we've been called to. The Bible calls it a holy call that we may be blameless before him. Blameless before him. That is the nature of the call. We saw that. We saw the parable of um, the good shepherd, the shepherd who left 99 of his sheep 
went to pursue one. He left the 99. He went to pursue one. Jesus called the Pharisees the righteous people. And we saw that that was sarcasm because they said they were righteous. They didn't need a physician. But Jesus didn't come for the righteous. He came for the unrighteous. He came to seek and to save them that are lost. So if the Pharisees are not listening and they are not believing his message, he calls them righteous because you don't need a physician. If you are healed, you don't need a physician. Allow me to go and minister to those who want me. He came to his own. His own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to be sons of God. So if you are going to refuse it, he will go to those who want it. So he called the Pharisees in sarcasm. It was a figure of speech. He called them righteous. But they were not righteous. Hallelujah. They called themselves righteous. So that parable, we also saw that was speaking about Jesus. Again, when we go to um, Luke, let's go first to Matthew 9, 10 to 13. 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 Yeah. And it came to pass. And it came to pass. As Jesus sat at meat in, in the house, mm -hmm. behold, many publicans and sinners came and sat down with him mm -hmm. and his disciples. Mm -hmm. And when the Pharisees saw it, they said unto his disciples, mm -hmm. Why eateth your master with publicans and sinners? So they were murmuring. And they tell them, Master, they be our sorry. Because was, it was tradition that those who were, who, who, who were uh, what do you call it, the Pharisees and the scribes, do not have any part to do with sinners. They didn't have any part. So you don't eat with them, otherwise they will contaminate you. Didn't you also learn that kind of philosophy? That, for example, when you eat with a witch, the witch will infest you. So be careful who you put your hands, <laughs> who, who you put your, you dip your hands with when you're eating because the saliva alone is witchcraft. Then I ask myself, if that, is, if that is how we are infested, then I will challenge you because you don't have any better thing in you. <laughs> if, if you can be infested with witchcraft only because you ate, ah, rather worry about, about tuberculosis and and. And those communicable diseases, not witchcraft, not spirit. Hello? Yeah. If there's anything to worry about, worry about hygiene. Worry about hygiene. But if, if, if I eat with, you should be able to eat with the devil and change the devil. On the basis of what is in you. Eh? Do the ever community understand what I'm saying? transmit spirit Yes, it will transmit your 
na je odunu pala jede na gbogbo koko e bo ni daje me to wa de me na wo gbogbo he me sewunu alo kristo me le wo mo re ya wa no vovon be ba le nu du pala je je bi na dunu pala satana ni troji me All the time about Jesus, when they were talking about Jesus, why are you always, why are you always, always mingling with the publicans? He says, "I came to seek them that are lost. It is, it is part of my job to do. I, I should not be found in just the palaces. I should be found with the publicans. That is why I was not born in the palace. I was born in a manger. It is part of my work. It is part, it is part of my CV." <laughs> Because I must fulfill all the things that were written concerning me. So don't expect me to be around those people. Around, around the, the rich. And around those who say they are well. Read on. 12. But when Jesus heard that. He so when said, Jesus heard it. He said unto them. He said unto them. They that behold need not a physician. Uh-huh. But they that are sick. Hmm. But go ye and learn what that meaneth. Mm. I have, I will have mercy, and not, and not sacrifice. Hallelujah. For I am not come to call the righteous. Mm. But I have not come to call the righteous, mm. but sinners mm. to repentance. Hallelujah! That's what I came to do. That is what we should be. That is what we should be preaching the message. Don't go and change somebody who says he's already believed from ICGC to CFM. No. When the person comes here, he will tell you, you don't have a condition. <laughs> Go to the streets. Go and pick the harlot who has not been to church. Yeah. Go and pick that crook at community one, site 20 something. In the squalor. Present the gospel to him or her. Begin to grow that person with the knowledge of Christ. That person will stay. I got four people. I see this is not about. I don't know about this here. I said, in fact, I'm seeing differences in this message. Uh, uh, when, when I compare, first come and do comparison for you. She didn't come to the righteous. So it was a sarcasm. So he was referring to the Pharisees as the righteous. When you look at Luke 15, 7 to 10, he gave an explanation. Luke 15, 7 to 10, he gave an explanation to the he gave an explanation to the leaving the 99 and going after the one. Luke 15, 7 to 10. Mm-hmm. I say unto you, I say unto you, that likewise joy shall be in heaven mm. over one sinner that repented mm. more than over 99 just persons. Mm. So, he says that there will be joy in heaven when one sinner repents over the 99 who say they are righteous. Which need no repentance. They don't need repentance. So, what is Jesus communicating? Himself and his work. Wow. This thing has no philosophy in it. Don't philosophize it. He says, okay, the one, you know, is the, is, is the most important person who will change the destiny of the Lord. There is no philosophy here. It's talking about the joy of repentance. The joy of repentance. There is no, philo- there is no business in this. 
No. It's not like it's not like the ten will sanctify the ninety. Stop that. When people are talking about tithe, they say the ten percent will sanctify the ninety. It's just like the one sheep will sanctify the ninety-nine. Stop philosophizing Christ. Stop that thing. Wanting nothing, lacking nothing. What kind of gospel is that? <laughs> The 10 is the wanting nothing, lacking nothing. Then to sanctify the 90. If that is how God sanctifies, that would be interesting. Don't bring God into it. Don't bring the integrity of God to the ground. No. It is not right. So Jesus is talking about the joy of repentance. So the 99 just persons Jesus referred to in what we find in Luke 15, 7 to 10 is sarcastic of the Pharisees. So we see that sarcasm is a form of humor. I said, I asked Simon, so you're saying something opposite to the intended meaning. So for example, I remember when the servant of the Lord passed on, one member saw me and said, ah, but the prosper, it's like you are growing tall. What it means is that the punishment may fall. Do you understand? So I asked a sermon so or cast So that's sarcasm. Do you understand? It's all and I understand it now. Initially, I didn't understand. But I'm more than 20 at that time. So it's the person say I'm gaining height. So I went to measure again. I was the same. Only to ask another person, what does it mean? When somebody sees you, I say, Oh, yeah, it means you are growing lean. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, suppose we are we at it. And my mama, they are righteous. Are you following? So, Jesus is using sarcasm. I don't know if that is the right word. So, Jesus explained the joy of salvation or repentance and the eagerness for same by the shepherd and the owner of the jewelry. You remember the, uh, the, um, the parable of the lost jewel. So it implies that heaven rejoices over a soul that is saved. And if that is the heartbeat of the kingdom, we in that field, we are in the perfect will of God. If the heartbeat of the father is that I will see all men to be saved, I will see that all men are saved and they come to the knowledge of the truth. We who are in the business of doing that, we have become wise. We are in the perfect will of God. There is no other business in the kingdom that is much more important than that. So if CFM is not doing that, we are failing Jesus. Because that is the reason why he came. And when he left and he gave us his spirit, that becomes our business. So we do that in his stead. This is how important this is. So, yeah, no, 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 no. Have you given someone the opportunity to hear? 
So, it's a simple or simply an illustration of a fact or attitude. Jesus taught using parables to compare or to illustrate. So, what is required is the lesson, not the line by line attempt to try to bring out any thought that was never mentioned. So, when you pick any of the parables, you don't deal with it line by line. You read it together and then you fish out the lesson in the parable. So, you could have missed it when you saw the 99 and then the 1 and then the, the shepherd leaving the 99. Then you say that this shepherd is irresponsible. How can you leave many and just go after one? After all, you can lose one anyway and still go to the 99. You are, you are lost in the story. Do you understand? We will say, and under normal circumstances, we would have called the shepherd irresponsible. Because how can you have 99 and leave the 99? And go after one. Ah, is how can you compare 99 to 1? You are lost. There is a lesson in the parable that goes beyond the story. Please, are we following? So, the purpose, the lesson is the most important thing. Are we here? So, you cannot use this for a Greek. It will not work. Mm-hmm. You, cannot, you cannot use this for psychology. It will not work. Because there is an intended meaning to the parable. And the lesson is that he came to seek and to save them that are lost. So what it means is that the 99 are already righteous. And yet, it was sarcasm to mean that So you can't use this for a Greek and business. Are we here? So the 99 are not those in heaven, no. The 99 are those numbers who say they don't need the gospel and the message of Jesus. But that one person is the one he's after who says, I want him. Oh, he came to seek and to save them that are lost. So we can have a certain attitude. And yet he didn't come for you. Are we following? <laughs> so this one will not work in business. So the lesson is the joy. Let's go to Luke 15 again. Let's do 11. Luke 15 and 11. Mm-hmm. And he said. To 13 and then 17 to. Let's read down. So 11 to 13. And he said. A certain man had two sons. Mm-hmm. The younger of them said to his father. Mm-hmm. Father. Give me the portion of goods. Now, please follow this because I'll end with this. Now, this is what we call the, this is what we refer to generally in church world, the parable of the prodigal son. And yet, in the original, there's nothing like prodigal son. Uh-huh. So, prodigal was added by us. <laughs> so, there's nothing like prodigal son. Okay. So, Jesus is, so you will see, you, we are going to use the same technique to understand what he's talking about when it comes to the prodigal son. Uh-huh. And he said, a certain man had two sons. Follow closely. The younger of them said to his father, father. Mm-hmm. So, a father has two sons. Kofi and Kwabna. Kofi being the elder son, Kwabna being the, the younger son. Uh-huh. And the younger of them said to his father, So, father, Kwabna told his father, give me the portion of goods that 
falleth for me to give me. Give me my part of your inheritance. Because the inheritance is for the sons. It's for the sons. It's for the sons. So give me my portion of your inheritance to me. I want mine. Uh-huh. And now, he... this is how the story begins. So you can even be lost in the don't be lost, or you just read it as we follow. Uh-huh. And he divided unto them his living. Mm-hmm. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together mm-hmm. and took his, his journey into a far country. Where are you? 13. Uh-huh. Let's go to 17. After 13, let's go to 17. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together mm-hmm. and took his journey into a far country. Mm-hmm. And, there, and there wasted Mm-hmm. His substance with righteous living. Mm-hmm. 17. Mm-hmm. And when he came to himself, mm-hmm. he said, mm-hmm. How many higher servants of my fathers of my fathers have bread enough to spare? Mm-hmm. And I perish with hunger. Mm-hmm. I will arise and go to my father. Mm-hmm. And he will say unto him, mm-hmm. Father, mm-hmm. I have sinned against heaven mm-hmm. and before thee. And, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Mm-hmm. Make me as one of thy, of, as one of thy hired servants. Mm-hmm. And he arose mm-hmm. and came to his father. Mm-hmm. But when he was yet a great way far off, mm-hmm. his father saw him mm-hmm. and had compassion and ran and fell on his knee Glory. and fell on his neck yes. and kissed him. Mm. And the son said unto him, mm. Father, I have sinned against heaven sinned against and heaven. in thy sight. And in thy sight. And I am no more worthy to be called thy son. I am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said unto But the father said, said to his servant, he said to his son, Bring forth the this, best robe. Uh-huh. And put it on him, uh-huh. and put a ring on his hand, mm. and shoes on his feet, mm. and bring hither the fat, fatted cow, mm-hmm. and kill it, mm. and let us eat, mm. and make merry. Mm. For this my son was dead. This my son was, was dead. dead, and yet the son was not dead. This my son was dead. What it means that he was a walking dead. And as much as he was not physically dead, he was spiritually alienated from me. That's death. Oh, uh-huh. For this my son was dead. So this my son was dead. And as alive again, he was lost. He was lost. And is found. And is found. And they began to make, and they began to be merry. Mm. Hallelujah. Now, I'm closing on this, so follow closely. Number one, a father had two sons. So, if you read this and you are just following a story, you will think that these two people were saved because they were with their father. Then, one decided to go into the world. Is that, is that not the narrative? Bako, Philip, and we're called Chile. When we're acting this many years ago, we, we described the lost son by his conduct. That is the storyline. And yet he has nothing to do with that. 
So you were following a story and you were lost in the story. Number two. So this number one does not mean that they were both saved and then one lost his salvation through his conduct. No. That's not what Jesus is talking about. May you fear Jesus, Lord. Number two. When one asked, give me my lot with you, does not mean that when you come into the kingdom, you receive your inheritance and then you can take your inheritance into the world. It's not true. Are you following? <laughs> Are you following? So Jesus is giving them a parable. That is why it is a parable. What is the most important part of a parable? The lesson. If you are not too careful, you'll be lost. Number three, when the son went, the second son, who is the elder, was still with the father. Do you read in the story that when he came back, the elder son was angry? Can we be in Christ and be angry of our inheritance? No. So that is not also part of it. What at all is Jesus talking about here? Number four. <laughs> Number four. Do you remember that the turn around point in the pub is when the son came to full consciousness of who he is? Hallelujah. That is the turning point. When So, what did the father say about the son? My son, who was dead? Who was lost? So, initially, the son should have known his source and not have alienated himself from his source. Is that not the story of Adam? Is that not the story of Adam? Adam who had everything, and yet the devil told him you didn't have everything. Is that not the, the, the disconnect now? So my son was dead. Dead here means he lost his essence. He was separated from me. He was lost. But now he's found. What it means is that salvation will still be by choice. Oh, are you following here? Salvation will still be by choice. And yet when the son realized that he had messed up, was the father available? Was the father available all while? Yes! The father was always there. So salvation will be by choice. I said salvation will be by choice. Stop praying to, for people to be saved. Go and preach to them to be saved. You didn't hear me. They will have to have something to decide on. It's not your prayer. Your prayer should just give you free course to go. And take off every impediment that will not allow you to preach. But the preaching is what saves. The message is what saves. Are we here? Stop praying for your sons and daughters to be saved. Go and preach to them. Stop praying and fasting for your family to get saved. Go and preach to them. <laughs> when he came to himself, he said, Ah, my father has so many servants. It's better for me to be a slave in the kingdom than to be a rich person or, or default outside the kingdom. I remember a president of this country said it in a better way, politically. Ah, <laughs> uh, goodness. 
So, what is Jesus communicating? He's still communicating the joy of repentance. Nothing more, nothing less. Nothing more, nothing. So, if you carry this parable and you begin to philosophize it, you are, you are putting a dent on the work of Christ. Oh, say no. Because so how do you relate the anger of the son who was already with the father? How do you explain that? You can't. Ah, so how do you also compare that a father will choose one over the other? You can't. So are you saying that God is biased? No. No. Please, are we following? So, the lesson is the most important thing in the parable. The lesson is the joy of repentance. So, when the son came, the father left everything. He says, kill the fattest calf. Put on him the beautiful robe. Put my signet on him, which is my authority. Authority. That is what we have in Christ. So, it is about the lost and the father. No other. So the additional son was just added to the story. It's about the lost. So when the son decided that I'll go back to my father, who always was anyway, he says that they that come to me must first know that I am, and I am a rewarder of those who diligently seek me. Who diligently seek me. But what? First know that I am. Mm -hmm. There is a redeemer. First know that he is. Jesus God's own son. Precious lamb. So our message is to establish in the minds of people that he is. Ah, you are not catching it this morning. Must first know that he is. He's, he's not a fluke. He's not a ghost. He is. Holy one. Hallelujah. So, in conclusion, we see that Jesus was talking about one particular thing, but he will put it in a story. He will put it in a story form. And if you're not too careful, you'll be lost in the story and lose the lesson. He is. The father always is. And he has stretched his hands. As many as believed him. He says, and, and, and for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth should not perish but have everlasting life. It's the same message that Jesus is communicating here. Never pick the parables and make a story for yourself. So the parable of the son is not talking about believers. It's talking about the unsaved. So no believer can put himself in between. He said, I didn't know, now I know. You are not part of it. It's talking about unbelievers and the father. And to establish that the father is always ready, you have to make a choice to come to him. Then you will know that he has always been ready. We'll bring it to an end this morning to establish and establish very clearly that when Jesus 
was preaching and ministering, he used parables, but we cannot use the parables literally. Every parable has three components. The characters, the fiction, which is the story, and the lesson. So when you go through the parables of Jesus in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, na ho olototola, chakbagbana donkwibe, nyatide le nyame kenye miafonu sosro, heme jebe mingolobeo. When it comes to the prodigal son, as we call it, it's talking about the father who is ready to receive anybody who knows that he is. The father will receive anybody, anybody and everybody who knows that he is. And once you believe the story, the message, you are saved. Hallelujah. We are enjoined to go and preach. Please preach. Preach wherever you go, including funerals. As you are crying, preach. <laughs> Hallelujah. As you are serving people, preach. Preach wherever you go. Preach in your house. Preach on the streets. Make sure everybody who comes into contact with you, when you finish business, preach. Or before you do business, preach. In between, preach. As you go to your workplace, preach. Let the message be simple. Don't go and bring any hoodious doctrinal thing. Let it be simple. The message that speaks is the simple message. Yeah, it's the message, the convoluted message that confuses. It has no doctrinal relevance to us. Yes. It has no relevance to us. Don't go and start with tight and offering. Tight and offering does not save. So those who are paying or those who are not paying, are not, I, I, it's not because you are not paying or you are paying that that brings you salvation. It's not, it's not the message. Hello? Don't go and preach about first fruit. Whether you pay, you give first fruit or you don't give first fruit has nothing to do with your salvation. Hello? Yes. So don't go and preach that one. <laughs> Let the person come here so that I can do that one. Praise the Lord. Let's go and make the message very simple. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Shall I please be on our feet? Oh, are we clapping to Jesus? Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. This morning we have received strength to go. And you have to make a decision to go. Whatever we do in the kingdom is a choice. It's by choice. It's by choice. So we can decide today to be seeds that fell in thorny grounds. We received and we took nothing away. We enjoyed it, but we are taking nothing away. But I know that that will not be your story this morning in the name of Jesus. But we are going with the word. We are going with the unadulterated truth. And that is the desire of the Father. That many will come to the saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Many will be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. If that is the heartbeat, we are saying that this morning we are leaving this place with that conviction and we are leaving to go and preach to go and preach to go and preach and he says that when you are in that field he can assure us that signs and wonders will follow us <laughs> signs and wonders will follow us signs and wonders will follow us we will not follow the, we will not follow the signs and wonders the signs and wonders will follow us that they are a necessary residue of the power of God in our lives hallelujah says the signs will follow them that believe in my name. So you are going with power to do the work of God. 
I said, you are going with power to do the work of God. I said, we are going with power to do... How many of us are going with power this morning? Oh, hallelujah. I want you to open your mouth and begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Make the power available. 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 In the name of Jesus, you are praying for five minutes. Make the power available. Pray in the language of the Spirit. Charge yourself up. Make sure you are, you are making the power available this morning. In the name of Jesus, it says, according to the power that worketh in us, 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 according to the I want you to charge yourself up this morning. We are walking a seven day journey and we are saying that the signs will happen. The signs and miracles will happen. We will not follow them. We will not chase after them. They will become a necessary addition to us we go on the fields of winning souls in the name of Jesus. I want to hear you pray. These are prayers we pray. These are prayers we have to pray. We prepare ourselves for the field. We prepare ourselves for the field. We prepare ourselves for the field. We will engage anybody in the family and everybody in our family. We will engage our children. We will engage our community members. We will engage our associations. We will engage our own students. We will engage our colleagues at work. We will engage our we will engage any and everybody. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You are not only a recipient of the truth. You also carry power. And this week you will demonstrate power. I said this week you will demonstrate power. I said this week you will demonstrate power. In the name of Jesus, wherever you go, in whatever fields of endeavor you find yourself, you will demonstrate the power of God. You will demonstrate the power of God. You will demonstrate the power of God. Except you don't believe this prayer. That is why you are not praying. Don't look at me. Pray, pray, pray. Pray, 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 pray. This is the time and this is the day. Our days of glory are here. Except you don't see yourself as a minister. Except you don't see yourself called as a minister of the New Testament. You will demonstrate power. You will demonstrate power. You will demonstrate power. This power is not only for pastors. It's not only for bishops. It's not only for prophets. It's not only for believers. This power is available to everyone that believes. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I said this power is available to all that believe. Everybody who believes. You are going out. You are going back to your family. You are going back to your colleagues. And you minister the grace of God to them. In the name of Jesus. And if any sickness or disease raises ugly head, you have power to heal. Power to cast out demons. Power to heal the sick. Power to raise the dead. Yes, 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 yes. What it means is that if there is any sickness in you, you have power today to flash it out. You have power today to flash it out. You have power today to flash it out. Except you don't believe. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You have power to flash it out. You have power to flash it out. You ask yourself, who laid hands on the apostles when they went? No one. Because they had received sufficient power. Except you don't believe. Except you don't believe. Except you don't believe. Except you don't believe. When you come to this church, we believe in the power of the gospel. And we believe that that power has been given all of us. I 
As you pray, power is coming out. As you pray, power is coming out. As you pray, power is coming out. Power is made available for this seven-day journey. Power is made available. Power is made available. Power is made available. There is no situation this week that will confuse you. There is no situation this week that will encumber you. That will bring you to naught. There is no situation this week that will, that will frustrate you. There is sufficiency of power. There is power. There is power available. There is power available. Draw the power out. Draw the power out. Draw the power out. Draw the power out. If you are sick in any part of your body, you can lay hands on yourself right now. Draw power out. Let the power work. There is a spirit in man. There is a power available in man. If only you understand the power you carry, you don't need anybody to touch you. Touch yourself. And speak to that situation. Speak to that mountain right now. Speak to that problem right now. I want you to open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Speak to that problem right now. I want to hear you. I want to hear you. I want to hear you. I want you to leave this place knowing that the problem is solved. Speak to the problem right now. Speak to it. Speak to it. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Speak to the problem. The problems that have lasted so long and it's just like you are paying lip service to it. You have power today to deal with it. Deal with it. Deal with it. We are not in Christ to just look at Christ. We are in Christ to receive all of God. We are in Christ to receive all of God. And that power is available. Speak to the situation and it shall be amended. As I speak to the situation and it shall be solved. Whatever you shall decree is established. Whatever you shall speak to is done. In the name of Jesus. 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 I can't hear you. I can't hear you. You, you are not crazy enough for this. You are not crazy enough for this. If, if, if you have suffered something for so long like the woman who had an issue of blood for 12 years I don't know about you but some of you have suffered conditions for 20 years there is power available uh, yeah, 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 yeah. you don't need it much you don't need it much Prayer, prayer leaders, prayer. Take my phone and pray with me. Take my phone and pray with me. You want to go into 2022 with your problem? I don't know about you, but I will not tell you my problem in 2022. Take yourself up. Release it now. I am living everything now. Brado Sata, Le Brantea, Sebebe Anta, Brantebe and Dalabayande, Sebebe and Pantere and Dalabayande, Rapadosa, Le Brantaya, Sebebe Paya, Antebe and Pantere and Dalabayande, Sebebe and Pantaya, Sabadaba, Rap, any condition that is not of God, you have power 
to bring it down. You have power to bring it down. You have power to bring it down. Except you don't understand what I'm saying. There is power available. I am walking in my freedom today. I am walking in my freedom today. I have work to do. I cannot be suppressed. I cannot be compressed. I cannot be depressed. I want to hear you pray. You have to rise up. You have to rise up. You have to take your bed today. You have to go home today. You must start your journey today. 2022 is for Jesus. It is not for any sickness. There is no room for sickness. There is no room for disease. There is no room for confusion. There is no room for the enemy to play around us and in us and with us. We are taking our liberty. I want you to get angry. This is not you. You are better than this. You are better than this. And when you get angry and you allow your spirit to speak, you will begin to see signs. You will begin to see things work. If you are not angry enough, the prodigal son said, I know I am better than this. The prodigal son said, I know I have better things in God. Get angry. Get angry. Whatever you refuse is refused. Whatever you refuse is refused. And those of us sitting down, I don't know your problem. If we are in Holy Ghost meetings like this, make sure your faith is working. You cannot come to a meeting like this and leave the same. You must receive something. The devil wants to speak to you that you amount to nothing. It is your choice to receive it or reject it. I cannot do that one for you. I cannot do that one for you. You have to see yourself well to be well. I say you have to see yourself well to be well. There is no contention against Israel. And there is no judgment against Judah. That will work. You are that Israel. You are that Judah. You are the new creation. There cannot be any contention spiritually. That can work against you. I want you to get angry. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. 
Whatever you desire, speak it out. Whatever you desire for your children, speak it out. Whatever you desire in your life, speak it out. Whatever you desire for your ministry, speak it out. And you shall Whatever you shall say. This is the gift we have in God. That He will answer whatever we ask. He will answer. It is his will to answer. It is the desire of the Father to answer our prayer. He says, if you shall pray, I will answer. When you continue to pray, I will hear. I want you to get angry at the situation. You know your problem, I know mine. But there is a solution in the house today. There is a solution in the house today. And we are we are operating the solution right now. And we are dealing with the problem right now. We are dealing with it well. We are not waiting for another day. This is the day. This is the moment. This is the hour. Our day of deliverance. Our day of salvation. We shall be taken out of the house of the wicked one. This is the moment. Power is available. Power is available. Deal with the situation now. And begin to enjoy the benefits right now. Begin to enjoy your liberty right now. Begin to enjoy your freedom right now. It is no more. It is no more. It is no more. The problem is no more. Take delivery of your solution right now. Take delivery of your solution right now. Don't wait for another day. Power is available. Power is available. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lift up your hand. Say, Father. Oh, say like someone who believes this. Say, Father. In the name of your Son, Jesus. As we get to the the um, the convention, as say as we get as we get to the convention, as we get to the convention, whatever, 
whatever is available is available spiritually spiritually physically physically materially materially psychologically psychologically for me for me i receive 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 i want to see power I want to see power. Oh, you are not hungry enough. Say I want to see power. I want to see power. At play. At play. In my life. In my life. I am ready. 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 I am ready for power. I am ready for power. Open your mouth and shout somebody who is ready for power. Shout like somebody who ready who is ready for power. We are ready for power. Yes. We are ready for power. Yes. I want you to begin to prepare. Christmas in Yakoko. If you want to get, you know, some biscuits for the children, that's fine. But don't forget, biscuits is not for us. Drinks are not for us. By the time we get to 31st, you will know you are ready for 2022. I said, by the time we get to 31st and we receive the roadmap, you will know you are ready. Because it's one thing giving the, giving the roadmap to, map to you and another thing getting yourself ready and prepared to walk the road. And I'm saying that 2022 is for you. So get angry. Get angry to the extent that whatever is not of God is not of me. It is not the will of God for my life. I denounce it. I refuse it. The devil cannot hang around you like chain. It is time for you to lose that chain. In the name of Jesus. If your spirit has been set free, your body too must be set free. Your mind must be set free. Your children must be set free. Your business must be set free. Because you have to be free holy. He has set your spirit free. How can you be loosed in the city and be bound in the village? The devil is a liar. I want you to get angry. Tell your neighbor, get angry. Get angry. So as we leave this place, we have an assignment. Go and preach and get angry. When you see the works of the enemy, get angry and solve it. When you see people bound, get angry and heal them. When you see your children misbehave, blow tongues on them. Don't go and lash anybody. Don't go and curse anybody. Blow tongues on them. Because this is not of God. I didn't give birth to you for the enemy to take charge over you. The devil is a liar. I said the devil is a liar. I want you to take charge before we get there. Because it's just a few days. Get angry enough. We have two weeks. Three weeks. Four weeks. Five weeks. Get angry. Get angry. Get angry. You must walk in your true liberty in 2022. Because we have something to do. We have work to do. That is not your destination. I said that is not your destination. I said that is not your portion. You are receiving everything. I said you are receiving everything. Because all of those things must work together for you to be able to do the work. Hallelujah. Sicknesses will be healed. Diseases will be healed. Prevailing conditions will be solved. I want you to believe it as we receive it. Hallelujah. 
May we take our seats and celebrate Jesus.